Hey guys, it's Matt from the WDW Happy Hour Podcast. I am really excited for you guys to listen to this episode. We had a great time recording it. Um, we are in the heat of March Madness, and we have devised our own March Madness tournament where we have 32 different Disney things. Um, we have attractions, lands, resorts, and restaurants duking it out head-to-head to decide who will be our WDW Happy Hour 2017 champion. So stay tuned for that. Also, I want to just quickly um, ask you guys, if you guys are enjoying the podcast, um, please take 20 seconds, not even maybe, to just um, like us and write us a quick review on iTunes. We would gladly, gladly appreciate it. It really would help us out a lot. And if you're not already, follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're easy to find, WDW Happy Hour. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much it. Enjoy the episode. Take a seat at the bar and enjoy episode 27 of WDW Happy Hour. It's WDW Happy Hour. I am Catherine. This is episode number 27, and we are really excited to bring you this week's episode because it's a good one. Um, We have been toiling on it, and already I can tell that there's going to be some good conversations? Arguments? I don't know. Um, But it's going to be good. I'm here with Rob and Holly and Scott and Matt, my fellow podcast members. Um, and we're going to start our episode topping it off, where we pick a drink from either Disney World or Disneyland, somewhere in the Disney universe, to uh, talk about and kind of highlight. And it's Holly's turn this week. So, Holly, what do we have? All right. Well, I'm taking us over to Animal Kingdom, just Ooh. because so much news has come out with the new land of Pandora. And we've been here before, the Nomad Lounge, of course. If you haven't been there, I definitely say check it out. Um <laughs> So the drink of my choice is called the Leaping Lizards. Um, it has Malibu pineapple rum. Okay, wait for it. Cachaça. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> With uh, orange. And I think it's um, a spirit from Brazil. Um, and it also includes uh, passion fruit and mango juices. So this drink to me, um, it's very light and refreshing if you like tropical juices. Um, it wasn't too sweet, I don't think. Hmm. Um, and then it had a little decorative top with a little pineapple and these little berries. It looked, it resembled a lizard head. Oh, cute. <laughs> so um, I definitely um, recommend trying the Leaping Lizards. Ooh. What colors? Is it like a like a mango color? Like it's kinda... like a light orange yellow. Okay, yeah, that's, that's what I would have thought. Yeah. Yeah, because of the mango and the the pineapple. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh, I would that say like really a, good. That's like right up. Yeah, it actually delicious. sounds good. Yeah, yeah it was good. really good. It sounds good for a hot day. It does. Yeah, yeah. very it's like refreshing. A good Florida drink. <laughs> so check so, it out. Awesome. Cool. Nice. Do we know how much that costs? We have an idea. Mm, it's in that. They're a little bit more. That's expensive. probably ten to twelve dollar yeah, range. I'm thinking. Yeah. It's kind of like yours from last time. Yeah, Scott. I think Nomad Lounge seems like it probably would be that on same. that level. And they don't level. have their prices right. on there. Right. It's menus. tough to tell yeah. until so, you're sitting there. It's market yeah. price. Yeah. Market, market <laughs> price. Whatever Depends on the price of the it's lizard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it's a big drink though. You know, mm-hmm. it comes in a almost like a pint glass, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. You know, the top was really cute. I was like looking at it. I'm like, ah, that looks like a lizard Man, head. Man, Disney detail. So. Nice. Help keep cool. your buzz in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Exactly. Make <laughs> the lizards. And enjoy the animal wildlife. <laughs> All right. So now we're on to the news. So I have a feeling we're staying in Animal Kingdom. Are we, Rob? <laughs> yes. For at least our first two items. Um, so the first one is we have confirmation of extended uh, evening magic hours and fast pass tiers for the attractions at Pandora. So hours wise. From May, starting May 27th through July 4th, there's going to be special evening extra magic hours for Pandora only from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. And the key here is only Pandora for those hours. Um, they're going to be doing the Tree of Life, the, sh the Tree of Life Awakenings. Mm -hmm. That'll be uh, happening during the extended hours, but only Pandora. But the park will be open daily, 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. during that same time. Okay. So you can get in, you can, from May 27th is the day Pandora opens. Mm -hmm. To the pub, yes, to, to the, the public. public at, yeah. And until July 3rd, you said? Or? July 4th. July 4th, okay. Yeah. Nothing, no indication what's going to happen after. I guess the crowds will dictate Yeah. Um, what they'll do after that. There'll still be morning extra magic hours that the park will open at 7 a.m. Uh, twice a week. I, I think that's know. smart. I think that's them learning from what had happened with Frozen Ever After. Ugh. Yeah, the three-hour wait times. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that this is a smart, a smart business decision, and we'll see how it goes with crowds. I'm curious to see that first day that it opens. I wonder what the wait time at both those attractions are going to be at like 12.30 a.m. We will, we will be there. So we will be yeah. reporting live from Pandora <laughs> that day. Um, yeah, so that'll be interesting. They, I, I think uh, it's necessary. They are doing... Um, I, I don't, we got emails, I don't know if you guys got, about uh, Passholder and DVC uh, special previews. From all indications on the internet, those are, are sold out. But I think they start... May thirteenth is it May thirteenth the day for before. about a for yeah. about a week right yeah um, I think it's May thirteenth to May maybe twenty second yeah there's I, in, there's indications you can't do any photography any uh, so I don't know how they're gonna <laughs> do that with people's cell phones and stuff up, like yeah do I like don't, a, what do they call it check like they do for D twenty three yeah put them in a bag your, bag yep I don't yeah it's gonna be I know so. right that's a limited area but you allow people into this giant. Fastness. Are they going to have like security everywhere? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the other thing is fast pass tiers. So we, we talked about this, I think, last time. The, the only indication as far as Animal Kingdom and the new land is that you're only going to be able to select one of the two new attractions. That makes sense. I yeah. Guess. So you're either picking the Flight of Passage or the Navi River Journey. And your remaining two is whatever. Yeah. And there's no indication that like, you know... I, I'm assuming you still get the safari and say Everest and then the flight of passage. Mm -hmm. I think you could do that combo or the, or the river journey or the river journey, safari and, and Everest. Say. Yeah. Yeah. There's no indication, at least what they announced so far of, um, of the other ones going into tears, the other current attractions. I mean, once they die down, I'm sure it won't be necessary to tear them because now they actually have some good rides in animal kingdom. I mean, that, 
before they didn't have to cheer him because you really only wanted the safari and you could single ride Everest and we were always at a loss for what to pick for that yeah. third fast pass. It's tough. Like, I have a feeling that they're going to keep this indefinitely. This, this tiering. This, this, well, it's not really tiering. It's more like a limitation. Yeah. I think they're going to keep this limitation indefinitely. That's my feeling. I, I don't know. I It'll mean, be around for a while. The, the tiering. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you'll but, be able to select one Pandora attraction they'll probably see how popular it is i mean i i think when is the last time that we got a full new land and fantasy land doesn't really count because fantasy land already existed it was the an expansion to fantasy land it has been a very long time since there's been this huge of an upgrade maybe with in Walt Tower Disney World. Terror, like that area with Tower and Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. So that's what the late nineties. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how it. Because Epcot's pans pretty out. much remained the same. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm going each and park. Magic I'm trying Kingdom to think. Has pretty much been the same minus Fantasyland. The World Showcase. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean. I mean, besides the opening of a new park, which would have been Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's ever been an expansion quite like this. I mean, Fantasyland was similar because they had it pretty nicely roped off in the back there, and you couldn't see much. No, I think I work. think you're right with Tower of Terror. Yeah, I do too, because that, that didn't exist. It was just a straight shot in, yeah. in Hollywood Studios, which will be a nice segue into our main topic in a few minutes. Yep. But what else do we have, Rob? All right, so we'll stay in Animal Kingdom. The other news item is that... My Disney Experience mobile ordering is coming to the Satu Lee Canteen. So this is the quick service restaurant. We talked about that they're opening in Pandora. So the way this is going to work is you're going to be able to mobile order and pay for your meals within the app. Then you're bypassing the queue to order. And then using the app, you can select your menu items, customize an order, and prepay. And then when you arrive at the restaurant, you'll tap the I'm here, quote unquote, button in the app and that will notify the kitchen to prepare the meal. You'll then go to a designated window and pick up your food. So, the, and then the speculation That's is... amazing. I know. Yeah, the, the, the speculation is this, um, they've been experimenting with this type of service at various restaurants over the past few years. I think the latest was um, the backstage, what's the one in uh, that was in Hollywood where... You waited 10 years for your salad. Yeah, I'm still uh, waiting for it. So it's it. just called the Backlot <laughs> Express. Back, yeah, they did it there. Um, but there's speculation this is going to expand to other restaurants throughout the year. Cool. That would be amazing. Yes. Yeah. I think it'll be good if it's not too overwhelmed. Right. By, by people ordering. Right, because you're still, you're still going to have your lunch pushes, your dinner pushes, right? Noon to yeah. 1.30, yeah. you know, 5 to 6.30. Um, so... But you could be doing other things. And I wonder how know? many people are going to utilize this. Because I still, I don't remember the last time I've waited in line to get Chipotle. And I'm <laughs> like, if you order online, you just bypass the line. There's always like a line of like 10 to 15 people. And I just feel like I'm hacking the system because I order <laughs> online. Then I go right to the front, pay for my order and leave. Yeah, so like, how, Starbucks I wonder how many, is the same. I wonder mm-hmm. how many people are going to utilize this. I also wonder if the app's going to be able to freaking handle this. That's the app right. can't that, even yeah, handle just being an app. Looking at fast passes, <laughs> the app can't handle. So yeah. I have a, sincere concerns about how this will work and like your payment options. 
literally, you can't even pull up your fast passes to view them in this app. So I'm not too. I'll believe it when I see it. Does it say to let you pay in advance? It says only credit card payments will be accepted via mobile ordering, and Disney dining plan guests will have to use the regular line. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Hey. That's like an 18 hey. fast pass. <laughs> yeah, so that'll, that'll be uh, nice. I don't know, gift cards, those types, or Magic Band. Like if if it's mm-hmm. you have a credit card hooked up to your Magic Band, I, I don't know. There's no right. indication of that as of right now. Cool. It just as credit card payments. So that'll be, I, I'm thinking like a place like um, Columbia Harbor House. Yes. It gets like, it, it's insane there. Like you go at 1215. Yep. Like if you're nice to know, and like, night, or like if you always. miss, like, you get there a little bit late, it's nice. Okay, walk into the park, let's order our food, yeah. it'll be ready, you know? I was gonna say, like, you have to click the I'm here button, right? Yeah, okay. that's, and that's, it says. I mean, I wonder st- if you can do it like five, ten minutes before, like, you're ready to go there. That it's, way, you're it's probably like a GPS. <laughs> we know uh, you're not right. there. So, uh, so let's, let's play it out with Columbia Harbor House. I don't think if you're by. The castle. Sp- Space Mountain. It, it'll let you probably do it because you'll have to have your. I wish they would just GPS allow. Enable. I mean, this would be a, what I would consider a nearly perfect system if they integrated this with the BR guest um, system. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. like, say I'm here and I'm at a table and you know where my magic band is, so come find me and bring <laughs> me my food. Because yeah. even though you don't have to wait in line to actually give the food order, which is an advantage. You still have to wait in some sort of line, and then you're doing the whole, like, oh, you grab a table, I'll, I'll wait here, I'll carry all the food. Like, I always hate playing that game, and the only restaurant that has that down for quick service is Be Our Guest, where yeah. you don't have mm-hmm. to do that. You just go find the table, and they bring you your food. And then we're texting each other. Where, yeah, yeah. where are we at? What where? room are you in? I'm, I'm by the rose. I changed my order. I know. Or like Flame Tree. It's so hard to like oh, describe oh, where oh. you are. It's like, I'm in that little canopy outside. Oh, you mean one of 50? Great. Thanks. I, that's another great yeah. location for this. Yes. Yeah, like, yeah. Flame oh, Tree be. should use that. Oh, yeah. That's true. It's always crazy. So. All right. Cool. I'm excited about that. Um. We have a, I guess it's a new attraction coming. So the music of Pixar Live coming to Disney's Hollywood Studios this summer. Woo-hoo. So it is going to be a new stage show. Uh, they're calling it a limited time concert event, uh, showcasing memorable, memorable music from Pixar Animation Studios. It's going to feature a live orchestra and appearances by beloved Disney Pixar characters. It is starting May 26th at the Beauty and the Beast Theater, or... It's the theater of the stars where they do yes. Beauty and the Beast during the day. So this is going to be three nightly performances. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. They so should straight up just replace the Beauty and the Beast show. They should. Maybe it's maybe this is a, a test. test of that. Mm-hmm. See yeah. what the it could be. What the you know if this is hard to get a seat for, which I could see being the case. Um, Maybe that's what they do. I feel like this is way less of a draw for children, though, because I mean I know they're saying they're incorporating characters into the show just because if it was just an orchestra playing memorable Pixar uh, music from Pixar films, I'd be all in on it. But as a child, you know that's not enough of a draw. Yeah, I guess it depends on the kid. (laughs) It depends. I would have loved young Catherine is all in. (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe that's why they're doing it nightly. But now they, there's a lot of things competing nightly there. Mm-hmm. So you have this, you have Fantasmic, mm-hmm. and you have Star Wars 
galactic spectacular. But presumably this isn't going to be going on during Phantasmic, right? Or I would assume not being it how can, close they are. Can. Right, I mean, the, the sound would really Well, I'm carry. just saying, like, there's now, like... Well, a think, lot of nightly things yeah, to do. Yeah, I think they need to, they need to be competitive in that way with, I mean, illumination. They need to spread out. You can't have every guest of Disney World going to the Magic Kingdom to watch Wishes. You, you cannot do that. It right. will not hold up. I, I mean, we don't have the capacity for every there, single There guest. are now a lot of night because now Animal Kingdom with Rivers of Light nice. and then being able to stay at Pandora, all this there. Illuminations at, at Epcot. Yeah, there's... Quite a bit. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Keep I'm it agreed. up. Agreed. I'm excited for this, and we're going to be there. The, this this starts the weekend that Pandora opens. It starts May 26th. That is correct. We will be there. Catherine and I will be there. Nice. Yeah. So. Cool. So what? So we should. We should. <laughs> so, so, yeah, we'll be there. So, yeah. Holly's so. looking jealous at the moment. <laughs> oh, no, it's not that. Not that at all. Hungry. <laughs> you might have picked up a noise or a better stomach oh, just made. <laughs> I didn't I, um, hear it. <laughs> yeah, I, I would like to see if we could get over and do this. Yep. Cool. All right. Last news story. Uh, friend of the pod, Disney CEO Bob Iger extends his contract to this uh, July 2nd. 2019 and the reason we say friend of the pod in case you're a relatively new listener because he's our best friend he, he is um we have photos to document this but um four of us myself rob uh holly matt and Catherine, took a tour of the disney animation studios back in september, september. yep and um needless to say we ran into bob Iger uh coming out of walt's office old office so Oh, hence God, he's I just friend- <laughs> so hence he I just wanted to retell the story yeah. but um he's he's a friend of the pot as far as I'm concerned yeah so um he he this was speculated we've even talked about this maybe uh two episodes ago but Disney confirmed that he extended his contract through July 2nd uh 2019 and that he's gonna remain on for three years as a consultant after that so this is all in hopes that they find a new ceo in waiting um at some point there's been speculation that he might have political aspirations so it'll be interesting to see how this consultant thing president iger yes there's actually there's actually those rumblings out there you got my vote um (laughs) or governor of california so Hmm. um but I don't know. That seems like that's... Uh, we won't get into a political no. discussion. But, uh, <laughs> no, this is good. I mean... Yeah. Good sense. for Disney. Yes, good, good for, for Disney. Good for Disney fans. Good for us. Yes. Yeah. And also, if you want to um, listen to that episode where we talk more about our tour of the studios and us meeting Bob Iger, it was episode 13 um, back in late September. So if you want to dig back in the archives and find that one. Yeah, we go into a whole in-depth discussion of that so. it's a whole Whew, thing that was an epic trip that was an epic trip i think that trip was like i think that was i think that day was like the best day of 2016 for me wow i think that awesome. was my favorite day of the year yep so yep it's good but all right so are we good with the news yeah 
We are. All right. So what are, we are going to be doing today is, well, it's March, and we are <laughs> mad for Disney. So we're going to be doing a... Everyone's a little mad, Catherine. Oh. No, but... We're all <laughs> We're going to be doing a 32-team single elimination <laughs> Disney bracket for March Madness, and we have four categories. The first being attraction. Actually, they're all rides. All rides. We'll say rides. The second is going to be themed lands. The third being resorts. And the fourth ho or hotels, <laughs> fourth restaurants. Um, so we made up a pretty, pretty, pretty tough competi competitive uh, brackets here. I, I really think some of these were hard for me, um, mm -hmm. but we are going to, do you want, Rob, do you want to like, go down the list or what how do you want to start this well why don't we just why don't we just go through them because it's going to take us a little while what we're going to do is we're going to we've all filled out our first round of brackets head to head so we went through all of them and rob um did the work of actually um assigning the, assigning the values and doing the seating so we've done the first um, round. We're going to go through all of them, see who advances. Then we're going to take a little break. We're all going to, you guys won't even know. It'll be seconds to you. <laughs> It'll, be It'll be longer than that to us. Then we'll do the second round and we will keep going until we have crowned a victor. So I don't think we have to go through all of them in advance. I think no. that we should just start with the first. We'll just go, you want to go counterclockwise starting at top left? Yes. Okay. So the top left is our attraction slash rides bracket. So basically I did it one plays eight, two plays seven. These are my rankings, Rob speaking. <laughs> I'd say um, I pretty much agree with. Yeah, with, I, 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 I mean, with some with Holly's assistance. There, too, there so. is not a lot of discrepancy as far as I'm concerned. Or omissions yeah. that I see. I mean, there. I mean, it, again, you. If we had all talked about how we wanted to do the seating and who would be included in this 32 team bracket, that would be an entirely different podcast. So I'm kind of happy that you did it. Thank mm -hmm. you. So, okay, so we'll just start, Ready? we'll get into this. Yeah, so first one is one seed Space Mountain against the eight seed Kilimanjaro Safaris. All right. I'll so. go first, I'll, I'll, this one's easy, Space Mountain. I chose Space. I also chose Space Mountain. I chose Space Mountain. As did I. So we got right. a, that's a that's a blowout. One that's, seed. Yeah, one seed. No upset there. So that's a five. And I think it's clear because it's a it's a fun ride. It's my favorite and, ride. Well, it's classic. Kilimanjaro Disney. Safari is interesting. It's not as much of a rush. Okay. You you vote Perfect. based on rush, huh? This guy likes the rush. So we'll I'm we'll gonna, see what you have for the next one then. I'm gonna go to the the two versus seven matchup, which is oh okay, yeah, is, you sense. know. So we keep it in yeah. relatively. So two is uh, Toy Story Midway Mania against Expedition Everest. Holly, you want to start? Uh, I did Toy Story. As did I. I think it is the best ride on Disney property. Ooh. I also voted for Toy Story Midway Mania. And I said Toy Story 2. I said Everest because it's my favorite. I know. Yeah, it's, uh, I feel bad, Rob. But it's I'm quite sorry. all right. It's okay. So that's a four to one. I got a perfect bracket right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to let you guys know. Um, we'll go to the 3-6 matchup, which is Soren versus Pirates. 
I think this is gonna be interesting. This is tough. This is the first one that I had a hard time with. I was actually deliberating between the two, so. Catherine? I guess I'll start it. I'm gonna start with the upset with Pirates. I cannot go to Disney World and not ride Pirates. I've gone to Disney World and not ridden Soren. I had a hard time with this because Pirates is one that Walt had a hand in. He never got to see it to completion, but it's, it's a great ride. I mean, it's it's a wonderful ride, but I went with Soren. I enjoy Soren. <laughs> oh, I feel sorry for you, son. <laughs> I went with Soren. I enjoy Soren more. I got 99 problems, and Soren is one. <laughs> yeah. Scott? Well, oh, give me Soren every time. Oh, okay. Patrick oh, Walburton and the introduction really gets to me. Soren. Um, in, in an upset, I went Pirates. Um, I don't know, the nostalgia of it being the yeah. 50th anniversary of the oh, Disneyland. Yeah. And, and we should state, this is the Walt Disney World version of rides and yeah. Yeah, restaurants. So, so, so I'm it's hoping a, that Pirates version would have blown out the California version, but we won't even get into right. that here. So, Paul, you're the... <laughs> I'm the tiebreaker. You're the deciding okay. road, two to two. I went with Pirates. Classic. Right. Must do. Must do, must do. Okay. So, so the six-seed Pirates beats the third-seed Soren. Yep. Okay. And then the last uh, first round matchup from the attractions slash rides bracket is the four seed Haunted Mansion against the fifth seed Tower of Terror. So Matt, you want to start? I went with Haunted Mansion. It's one of my absolute favorite rides. The theming, the story behind it, um, it's amazing. Haunted Mansion. Scott? I went with Haunted because I don't enjoy riding Tower of Terror. <laughs> Um, haunted, probably for the exact <laughs> same. The, the theming is incredible, um, but uh, it's haunted. It makes bit. me. It makes me sad. Yeah. <laughs> right. Holly, I wonder what you. <laughs> yeah. I would say you all know me well enough. I went with haunted. Yes, as did I. It's one of my oh, favorite please, rides sweet. of Grim of Grinning Ghosts, guys. Yeah, that alone. Grim Grinning Ghosts. All right, so the next round we have, we'll have, uh, we'll go, we'll do the rest of the first round, but just to wrap up, Space Mountain versus Haunted in the next round, oh. and Pirates versus Toy Story um, in the other okay, matchup. That's tough. That's tough. So we'll go to best themed lands. Number one, um, Adventureland at the Magic Kingdom versus the eight seed Asia in Animal Kingdom. Uh, Scott, Scott, I think. I I actually went with the eight seed in Asia. Wow! Wow! I love the the ne Nepal Bhutan theme, and uh, while I'm not super into Expedition Everest, I think it's a cool a cool attraction the way it stands out. The th the theming is great, but I, I think the vastness of uh, Adventureland and it carries through as soon as you cross over that all the way back to Frontierland with it's. Awesome uh, eventually. So it should be said to the listeners that we are ranking these and choosing these based alone on the theming Correct. of the land. So we are not taking into consideration what rides or attractions or eateries are featured at these places. It's just the ambiance, the feel, and the theming. Correct. That's what we're basing our ch choices on. Yep. So Scott went Asia. I went Adventureland. Holly? I'm going Adventureland. Okay. I am too. I love the theming. Um, I think there's a lot of good Easter eggs in Adventureland with even like the Tarzan movie. Like there's a seating area that has to do with Tarzan that you wouldn't know. And it's a very, uh, it's a deep cut. 
I really, I really like Adventureland. I also went with Adventureland. Um, much, uh, much apologies to Joe Rohde and his work in Asia, which is meticulous and amazing. And I mean, he went over to the places to make sure that he, they constructed an authentic area. But I gotta go with Adventureland. I think for- that's the hardest matchup here. Actually, so uh, maybe my seating was a little. Yeah, that around. one might have been yeah. a little because Asia is is, I think, perfect. I think but I just don't. It's a beautiful area. I just don't enjoy it. I as was much trying as I to do. take into as much as I probably shouldn't. Have. I was ta- trying to take into everybody's taste. Taste, <laughs> and I know you guys aren't the biggest Animal, Animal Kingdom. Kingdom fans, so I thought maybe that would be lower. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. We yeah. try to take from each park. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. we kept That's, that in that mind. Makes sense. All right, so uh, two versus seven is Main Street USA, which is the two seed versus seven, the France Pavilion. So I should say I didn't take World Showcase as a whole. I tried to take each thought of each country's pavilion as its own land, Mm -hmm. even even though we typically don't think of them as lands. That's how I approached it. So Main Street versus the France Pavilion. Uh, Me, Main Street, this one's easy. I'm walking right down the middle of Main Street USA. (laughs) Taking the food and drink out of this, if there are no Cronenberg Blancs involved, <laughs> I am also going for Main Street here. Um, to me, Main Street is the UNC of this entire bracket, <laughs> um, this entire tournament. Main okay. Street to me is Disney. There is, when I think of theming, when I think of Disney and my first time to Disney, I think of Main Street USA. And so. My choice is France. No, <laughs> choice is Main Street USA. And for all the same reasons, I agree. Main Street was my pick as well. Oh, that's an easy one. All right. Yeah. So our three versus six matchup is. Wait, you skipped one. We didn't. Oh, oh. no. Three is comes before four, so three versus. Oh, right, right. Six. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> the three versus six matchup is uh, three. The Mexico Pavilion. Uh, in World Showcase versus six uh, Africa at Animal Kingdom. Um, uh, yeah, Holly, you're. Uh, what did you pick? No, oh. no, no, it's your choice. Yeah, it's your choice. Oh, it's Mexico my choice. In Africa. I'm going with Mexico, um, La Caba. No, that's you cannot yeah. base it on oh, the theming. The theming. I forgot we're still in theming. <laughs> oh, come back to me. Okay. I'm going for Mexico because of the theming. I think the pyramid, um, the fact that you feel like you're outdoors. uh, I feel like Africa and Animal Kingdom, while it is, I'm sure, meticulously researched, I just don't like the feel. I would never go to Africa. I would go to Mexico. So, I mean, like, even though it may be completely accurate and, like, totally 100% themed correctly... There's something about the inside of the Mexican pavilion. I've said it on the podcast before. I think that is my favorite spot in Disney World. If I could, you know, teleport there right now, that's the spot I would be teleporting <laughs> to. Yep, I just ended that in a preposition. <laughs> that yeah. is the spot to where I would teleport. Anyway, nice. Mexico. Um, I went with the, the six-seed Africa over Mexico. Oh. And um, <laughs> the reason being is while I do really like the inside of the uh, temple. Um, I find the outside area to just be a little barren and a little devoid of any real character. Whereas I find that the um, Africa section of Animal Kingdom, I find to be like dripping with character and detail. And like 
the the thing that threw it over the edge is that I love the inside of the Mexican pavilion. I love that it looks like a you know a street, um, and you look up you know you look up at the ceiling, and it looks like the you know a night sky, and you're gonna go get a seat at a little table, you know, at a restaurant. But I think that Africa just the attention to detail and the theming is way better. I also said Africa, and I have two reasons for that. Um, my one one reason is Mexico seems so, I don't know, sterile, hackneyed. Yeah, hackneyed. Is that the word hackney? Uh huh. Like it's just like cliche Mexican sombreros, and I just like I like how Africa is kind of like. <laughs> And like white ass American no, people drinking margaritas just no. like real Mexico. Epcot's <laughs> version of of Mexico is like the really um, stereotypical American um, projection of what Mexico is, and I think Africa um, transcends that. I and totally I, and agree I would with also you. say, I would say, imagine we were talking last week about our our um, Disney Springs bar call, and we mentioned the hangar bar. And if the hangar bar was in Africa, that might be my favorite land. And it could be, because it's a similar kind of a theme. Like, so I think if you take Cava out of it, it really takes out a lot of what makes Mexico, Mexico. I agree. And, we ha- and hopefully everyone is, in their mind, taking La Cava out of it. Because we all love La Cava. But if we're going on theming alone, I have to choose Africa. I have to also say, though... We, as in Catherine and Matt, ha- did not discover La Cava until embarrassingly recent. Like, probably since we started going to Disney World with this group that it makes this podcast today, which was 2014. I've loved the Mexican Pavilion long before 2013, so I feel very comfortable in saying that the Mexican Pavilion, for me, Cava is certainly a benefit to it, but that is not the reason I'm picking it. Okay. I love the night sky and the, the uh, volcano, that's why. I agree with Catherine on this. This is Mexico all the way. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, as a kid, like I mean, I was there when I was three or four, and I could still remember going into the Mexico Pavilion. It's got that great Disney water smell, too, yeah. which you don't get in any of these other pavilions. It's like a you get the, an added <laughs> bonus. So you're sticking with your original pick, huh? Um, I have Mexico on okay, my okay. on my bracket. Okay. So that was a close one, but Mexico pulls it out. Uh, and the last first round matchup in that bracket is the four seed Frontierland versus the five seed Sunset Boulevard at Hollywood Studios. Catherine. All right. I feel like so far I have a perfect bracket, and I feel <laughs> like this may be where it stops. <laughs> I'm going Sunset Boulevard. I love Sunset Boulevard, and it reminds me of MGM when it opened in the early 90s, which is like a very like specific memory for me. Um, I think the detail to the shops and like lots of, again, good Easter eggs having to deal with Walt Disney and him opening, you know, his animation studio in Hollywood in 1923. I think that's a great homage to him. Um, I like uh, the theming of the ho- the Hollywood Theater of Stars, is that what it's called, that looks like the Hollywood Bowl in yes. Los Angeles. I love Los Angeles. It's one of my favorite cities. So that does something to me. I really like Sunset Boulevard. And I think all the marquees and like they have the Carthay Circle Theater, which is long 
predates the one that's in California Adventure now, but you know, I, I think that was like a great start and is probably the inspiration for a lot that you see in uh, the Hollywood land portion of California Adventure, which is one of my favorite lands over in California. So I'm going Sunset Boulevard. I'm also going with Sunset Boulevard. Um, I like Frontierland, but I feel like, um, I, I mean, I, I agree with everything Catherine said about Sunset Boulevard, but the reasons that I didn't pick Frontierland, even though it is a classic, and yes, I think it does to an extent, yes, it is a little hokey, and yes, it does represent the American sensibilities of the Wild West frontier. I just think that it needs a little more work. I feel like it hasn't <laughs> been... What are you guys laughing at? The American sensibilities <laughs> of the... <laughs> That's just a really funny sentence. Well, you guys can all suck it. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. I just think that... There's those American sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm full of them. Um, I just think that Frontierland needs a little extra... Um, I don't know, TLC. I feel like it hasn't really changed drastically. It's a little bit, I don't know. It it just needs something extra that it just, the theming itself doesn't really do it for me. Whereas I, I really like Sunset Boulevard. Well, we'll, we'll clinch it early then. I said Sunset Boulevard as well. Um, Frontierland doesn't, doesn't light any flame for me. I, I, I think Sunset Boulevard just has a, very positive feel, and they have those parades and stuff like that. It's just just a fun place to be. Mm-hmm. T- you guys did sell me on Sunset Boulevard. I was like way down on it, but you did sell me. I originally picked Frontierland though. So what? What do you Frontierland? Front, uh, There's no I, chance. I picked, yeah. yeah, I picked. <laughs> I picked Frontierland too. But in my mind, before this, I'm saying like it was a it was a blowout, but. It made it a lot closer with your See, arguments. Mine's more personal, just because that was my dad's favorite land. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, Frontierland. Yeah, he liked Frontierland. So I do like what I kind of forgot about is with Frontierland, which okay, Sunset Boulevard has already clinched, yes. by the way. Um, <laughs> but Frontierland also has that um, that little walkway along the mm. rivers of America, which I think is really cool. And I was thinking more of the landlocked portion of Frontierland. Like, I'm thinking, mm-hmm. like, Pecos Bill, and it's got that real, like, sun beach Pueblo looking thing, which is the theme, but it looks like it's really, like, outdated in, like, the Florida sun. It looks worn down. I think it's supposed to look worn yeah. down. But it just, like, for me, like, looking at it from, like, the rivers and having, like, the, um, the, the steamboat go through, like, that's, that's kind of cool. Like, that, I mean, that, is, that was a close one for me. But I can see the merit in Frontierland because Frontierland's a pretty big portion of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, correct. All right, so to wrap that up, so we'll have Adventureland versus Sunset Boulevard and Mexico versus Main Street when we come back. So we'll go over to the resorts bracket. So we have the one seed Polynesian Village Resort versus Coronado Springs. Uh-huh. I think we're at Matt. We are. To make your first pick. Yeah, um, is it on me? Yep. Yep. Um, I had to go with the Polynesian. I love Coronado Springs. It is my absolute favorite moderate resort, one of my favorite overall resorts. However, the Polynesian has it all. It has the theming, it has the dining, it has the location. The, the location. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is just, there's a reason this is the number one seed in this bracket. And as much as I love Coronado Springs, and I 
stayed at Coronado Springs many times, I couldn't wholeheartedly pick Coronado. I had to go with Polynesian. Well, I, I guess maybe my uh, basis for choosing this was a little off. We didn't really discuss exactly how, how we were ranking them. I, uh, I said Coronado uh, for two reasons, really. One of them, I, I just enjoy the way that that's spread out. Like, I know that we've identified that as a, a drawback of that resort before, but I actually kind of like that from a resort. I think it feels like the least crowded Disney resort I've ever been in. Which is nice because you come from being in the parks all day where you're shoulder to shoulder with people and you can go there and everything is so spread out. You can sometimes not see another person except for the people you're there with for, you know, several hours. Um, the other reason was I, I rank it higher because of the financial accessibility. I have never stayed at Polly largely because of the price, mm-hmm. um, whereas Coronado is cost-effective by comparison, so I picked Coronado. That's a good... Those are all totally valid reasons. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I'm going Polynesian. It's one of my favorites. Trader Sam's Grotto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised <laughs> that didn't have well, more of it. See, I, and I was thinking the same... Yeah. You know, that's like I was thinking the places. same thing as the lands. Like, I wasn't factoring yeah. Trader Sam's into it. But, but here's I the take thing. offense with the <laughs> with the seeding of Coronado. <laughs> I know, I would disagree. I, see, this is my hardest mashup by... E- easily my hardest mashup Really? On Based yes. on... I would put... And we'll get to the some of the higher seeds, but I would put this over the seventh and sixth seed easily. Easily. I would not make Coronado an eighth seed. So, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, my pick was the Polynesian. Polynesian is where it's at. Mm-hmm. Um, theming is incredible. Transportation, you have the ferry, you have the monorail, <laughs> you have the buses. Um, and you can actually make a day of it. Oh, at yes. the resort. I've done it. Um, I have too. So I definitely went with the Polynesian. Yes. I've made it a day into a night. Yes. <laughs> and then a night into a hangover. Um, I <laughs> also trip. went with the Polynesian. The Poly is just, oh gosh. And it's, it's an OG resort of Disney yeah. World. It's mm-hmm. one of the first. Is it the first? Oh, no, the contemporary was yeah. the first. Well, no, it, it, it opened a, on, it, it was it their opened, opening day. Okay. Um, I love the Polynesian. Um, it's definitely the nicest room I've ever stayed in. Thank you, Robin Holly. Um, you're welcome. It's, it's those DVC rooms hands down are the nicest studio rooms on property. Hands down. Not to mention the Bora Bora bungalows are like the most prestige. So you have like the best accessible if you're a DVC member and then just the most outrageous which is crazy because you don't think of the polynesian as the most like ritzy one like i would even say the boardwalk or the grand floridian could be over the polynesian as far as like ritz and like extravagance goes (laughs) but i went for the polynesian i mostly for the uh the studio room which i was blown away how beautiful that room is so definitely the nicest room i've ever stayed on disney property all right, so Polly yeah. wins for one. Uh, two versus seven is the Grand Floridian versus Port Orleans Riverside. Scott. How are you going to put Riverside over Coronado, Rob? <laughs> I, I picked Grand Floridian. Um, walking into that lobby is just breathtaking. I mean, if 
if you're looking out from uh, Misner, Misner's Lounge yep. across the, the if opening there. you can there. look at that point, I, <laughs> if I your know. eyes are seeing straight. <laughs> I won't take away from some others who I feel picked that from their description, so <laughs> carry on. Uh, Grand Floridian as well. Uh, I, As much as you're passionate about Coronado, I'm passionate about Riverside. Okay. So that's why it's, you know... <laughs> personal preference there yeah. as far as I mean you could have I could have made that the eighth seed and Coronado the seventh seed but Grand Floridian it's elegant um I'm gonna have to break it I went with wow. River, I went with Riverside I know Hollywood loves <laughs> yeah. Riverside well it's for me it's the feel um it's just very quiet you're right it's very relaxed and laid back and it there's just not a whole. I don't think it's very crowded. I agree. Um, but I just like it with its theming. Like you feel like you're in Port Orleans. I mean, you're. you're I don't know. Like you're the moss on the trees. Yeah, you're, you're, in New Orleans. You're, you're in the south. Um, yeah. You feel like you're in the. But south. But definitely right like the atmosphere. It's just very quiet and laid back, and I kind of like that. Like sure. Scott yeah, said, yeah, when yeah. you've been in the parks yeah. like all day long, you just want to like go back and just unwind. And I feel like I can do that. At um, that's a great reason. Yeah, yeah. that's so, uh, totally, totally. Yeah, I see I that. Feel you. All right, so for this matchup, I also went with the Grand Floridian. Um, I feel super fortunate to have stayed there one weekend, um, and it's not the rooms that sold me on this one, like the Polynesian. But I just think of the Grand Floridian. In like any Disney advertising, mm-hmm. like you see that, you know that's Disney. That's very iconically Disney, um, and the smell when you go into that lobby. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, that the green aloe smell that mm-hmm. you and they they do such a great job of like um, making that a really good destination too. Which I know we argued with the Polynesian. You can make a day of. I agree with. With, with the Grand Floridian, you can go upstairs and you can shop for soap in a store that's unlike any other on Disney property. They have they still have some of that uniqueness that is quickly going away from Disney every gift shop that pops up. But I do like the shopping there. I really like the grounds there. They're so well kept. Um, and we're not even talking about the food and drink at this one. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty big win in that I sense. was thinking of the smell too, but yeah. I didn't want to take that one from green you. Green clover and aloe. <laughs> yeah, green clover and aloe. That smell is so, so ridiculously Disney and Beach Club. Grand Floridian Beach Club as well. So, um, I also went with Grand Floridian on top of what everyone else has already said. It's a, it's an iconic hotel um, that borrows basically from another iconic Southern California hotel, the Hotel Del Coronado, which is on Coronado Island. Both of those hotels have the perfect balance of elegance, but still um, maintain a homey feel. This isn't like a Ritz-Carlton when you walk in, you're like, ooh, uh, every don't touch anything because there are crystal chandeliers everywhere and everything is so ritzy. Yes, it is a high-class, ritzy hotel. There's a reason why it's one of the more expensive hotels with which at which to stay, but 
it also feels very homey, which is a tough, uh, it's a tough balance to maintain, and Disney pulls it off perfectly. But we've dragged chairs around Nisner's Lounge yeah, before. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. And Albert and Victoria's is there, which is the only five-star restaurant on Disney property. So that's, I mean, they definitely are not just cookie cutter the rest of the resorts. There's something special about the Grand Floridian. Have any of us eaten there before? No, I've, I've, always, talked about I've always wanted to. It's hard to get a reservation. Yeah. yeah. Um, Someday. So the three versus six matchup is Wilderness Lodge at the three versus Beach Club six. Okay. So I think it's me. Yeah, it's back to um, th This one's easy. Uh, Wilderness Lodge. Uh, it's probably my favorite resort. Uh, on property, just as a kid, this is the place that like I so dreamed true. at staying and stay there twice now, and it's lived up to the hype. So you could take the boat to the Magic Kingdom, which is awesome. You're there in seven minutes. Um, it's compact, which I agree with your like Scott's assessment where being spread out could be a positive, and you don't, but. This is less walking. Um, <laughs> like if I want to go, yeah, no, I, I don't have far to go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or a um, drink. So I just love the the just the feel of this place. So Wilderness Lodge. Okay. Um, I also went with Wilderness Lodge, and I'm not going to repeat everything Rob said. <laughs> so everything he said, I'm, I agree. Um, I also went with Wilderness Lodge, and I like Wilderness Lodge because it's like. A hotel ass hotel like you walk into the main <laughs> lobby and you're in a tower and you get an elevator and you go up to your room yeah. it's not you're walking three miles and you gotta go to the second building to the right and then you know drag your bags up a utility corridor to get to your room like a lot of the other I don't know that any of the other hotels are set up like that like even like the Grand Floridian there's a lot of off-site buildings mm -hmm. same with um, the contemporary, there's that offsite yeah. building. I mean, with the exception mm -hmm. of the DVC properties at Wilderness Lodge, you're pretty much going to be in that main building, which is really, really nice. Yeah. It's a big building, and I like it. I'm going with Wilderness Lodge as well for the reasons mentioned previously. I went with Beach Club myself. Okay. Epcot proximity wanted out for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's totally fair. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. That's, you know, that's I where I, that I put a... my... And Stormalong Bay is... Yeah, there's the, also a storm along that. Right, which is the pair, the pool shared by which is Beach a really Club cool pool. Club. It's yeah, I mean not it's a sand, sand, a mini sand little, bottom, mini little uh, water park. Yeah, yeah. Um, so but wilderness. Gets yeah, it. that's four one as well. And then our last matchup in the resorts: four versus five. Four being boardwalk, five being the contemporary. Holly. Okay, I went with the boardwalk. Um, one, you can walk into Epcot. And you can walk over to Hollywood Studios. Um, just the theming itself at, over at the boardwalk, it has that Atlantic City feel, vibe. Um, there's things that you can do along the boardwalk. Um, you have that ESPN club, um, club mm -hmm. you know, if you want to eat. Abracadabra bar, um, yeah. jelly rolls. I mean, and then you have the Swan and Dolphin, too, you can walk on over to. So that's why I went with the boardwalk. It's just, for me, there's so much you can do. Totally. Um, I also went with the boardwalk just this morning. I described the boardwalk to my Disney-hating father as the <laughs> best hotel on Disney property. Uh, for all those reasons mentioned, you you could stay at the boardwalk as a Disney hater and be totally entertained for a, at least a few days. Um, good pools, great 
gym, lovely rooms, uh, lots to do in that proximity. But I mean, the clincher is walkable from Epcot and Hollywood Studios. Um, I also went with the boardwalk. Um, the only thing that I think the boardwalk really lacks is a real is a high scale restaurant, like a really like four like at least like four star feel of a restaurant. And but however, you're walking distance to um, the World Showcase at Epcot. You're walking distance to the Swan and Dolphin, which have some excellent options. You're walking distance to. Um, the beach and yacht club. So if that's my only knock on it, then I mean, it's a very small caveat. The boardwalk is amazing. Location, location, location. Uh, I did say boardwalk, but just to say a quick word here about contemporary. Contemporary was a resort that I always really wanted to stay at as a kid. Same here. But mm-hmm. it feels a little not contemporary right now. Oh, like it yeah. feels a little dated when you go through there on the monorail ride. I mean that that's what makes it less competitive to me. Yeah. But I did say boardwalk. Yeah, boardwalk for all the reasons we stay. The one knock on the board, I, the, the lobby to me is weird. That layout, like you just, it's like you go from the front and it's then not you're grand like, like there's no, no grand uh view like yeah. there's, there's it's not like oh like the grand like the polynesian <laughs> uh freaking coronado i even think like contemporary grand yeah, really you're nice walking and in, they're in even riverside it's like this gorgeous beautiful huge sprawling lobby and in the boardwalk you're kind of coming at it from behind like oh i guess yeah, you're like certain. where am i going left yeah, right yeah. like I, I never knew like even visiting there before staying there like where are the rooms where do you go like it just felt very disheveled but uh, that's a slight knock compared to all the positives that it has so to wrap that up we got in the next round polynesian versus boardwalk and wilderness lodge versus grand floridian one two three and four seeds yeah so uh last bracket is restaurants this was the hardest for me to do Mm -hmm. the the seating for i struggled with this even to pick the eight restaurants to include so there could be contention here with their people could fight me on a lot I of like these choices okay um we didn't inc- specifically we didn't inc- try i try not to include restaurants where at least somebody in the group has eaten so we didn't include victoria and albert's we didn't include Jico. that might have been ranked but none of us have been there yeah so we can't really right so it'd be True. unfair to so uh one versus eight La Cellier in the Canada Pavilion at World Showcase versus Ohana at the Polynesian Village Resort. I think it's me. It's me. It's is it? Me. Is it's, it? Oh, so, it is me. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh. I think this what do you guys easy. think on Which this one? Which one are you going to pick, Catherine? No, La Cellier is one, my favorite restaurant of all time, not just Disney World. La Cellier, pretzel, freaking bread. Boom. <laughs> And filet. <laughs> and risotto. And risotto. And, risotto. and a beer. Le um, I've been there countless times. Every single time I have had a steak that has been cooked absolutely to perfection. The service is never anything less than impeccable. The theming is great. I really like the touch where you're seated in a different um, province of Canada. And then they give you a little spiel about it. I think it's awesome. And the food is unparalleled it's just absolutely incredible every time and yeah i mean it's it's, it's amazing it's a one seat <laughs> well ohana may mean family but la Cellier means winning <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. la Cellier. 
Le Cellier as well. I like the intimacy of this restaurant. It's not big. Me too. Like you go around that bend, it's kind of like this little like secret cellar. down there. Yeah. <laughs> right. The so, cellar. But I, I do enjoy that aspect it's of it. French for the cellier. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, Le Cellier. All right. Done. That was easy. Five Done nothing. So. All right. Our two seed California Grill versus seven. Uh, the Hollywood Brown Derby. Uh, Matthew. Um, I went with the California Grill. Uh, it's been a while since I've been to Brown Derby, but I remember, uh, I remember having a really good crab soup, and I really do like the theming. Um, this kind of goes against what I um, said earlier about Sunset Boulevard because I think the theming of Brown Derby is so, uh, it's great. It's old Hollywood. It's modeled around the actual Hollywood Brown Derby restaurant. And however, I just think California Grill. I really love the f the food there was great. It the um, giant glass windows you can oversee. You can watch wishes from your table, or you can stand up and go out on the balcony. It's got a really expansive bar, and I just feel like uh, the California Grill uh, is the better restaurant. I also went with uh, California Grill. I have not eaten at the Brown Derby, so I didn't feel like I had any right to choose that, but uh, went with California Grill. Uh, I've been to neither of these, so this was you difficult. You're a liar. You, were, you, you have been to Brown Derby. Derby. You've been to the Brown Derby. The Lounge. The Lounge. Yeah, that counts. We ate there. Food. Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I understand where you're coming from. You yeah. didn't eat a meal there. You ate like... The Cobb salad is incredible. Like, I know, I think that's what it's known for, and it was unbelievable. Um, but that said, I, I went California Grill. Just the location... Um, you know, being able to watch Wishes up there, I think, yeah. would yeah. went out. So, um, I ne we've never I've never went to the California Grill, so I could not pick that one. No, <laughs> same reason. Um, so I went with the Brown Derby because I have been there and I love the Cobb salad. So I brought one Brown Derby. Wait. I'm not done yet. Oh, I'm it's sorry. Two, it's two, two and two. Oh, oh. oh, wait, it is two and two? Who, who else voted for I voted for the California oh, no, Grill. Wait. I'm sorry. No, it's California Grill. California Grill uh, got okay. that. Oh, wait, okay. no, we clinched in the first three. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. And Catherine doesn't have a perfect bracket anymore. Oh. I went with the Brown Derby. I like the Brown Derby. I also really like the outdoor seating in the Brown Derby. I think that's a cool little lounge. Um, I actually like that more than actually sitting in the restaurant. I didn't love California Grill. I'm a picky eater, so that's on me, but I just didn't, like, I didn't think it was very expansive, so I, I didn't feel like I had a lot to choose from as a picky eater. We should make a point of going to Brown Derby the next time, then, because I've never eaten at, there before. Yeah, it's it's good. It's it's nice. I, I really like they, they have the uh, Fest Parker wine that I really like there, and I know they have that. They probably have a California Grill, too, but um, I really like the Brown Derby. I think it's like a fun, fancy restaurant in Hollywood Studios. That, See, I thought you were lower on that. Like just yeah, I don't it. really like either of them. Like none of that. Neither of these are like, oh my god, that totally sure. wins. This was like a, a lesser of two evils for okay. me. <laughs> Which me saying that the lesser of two evils is like the two best restaurants in Disney World. It probably has some people mad, but yeah. I'm not a huge California <laughs> Grill person. I've, okay. We've eaten both of those locations semi recently. So, all right. So our six verse. I'm sorry, our three versus six matchup, the three seed, Morimoto Asia at Disney Springs versus the Skipper Canteen at Magic Kingdom. Scott. I'm glad I get to start this one off. Skipper Canteen. <laughs> 
I love that place. I mean, the food is is not typically my style, but I found some things that I like there, and I just love love the theming of that restaurant. That's don't disagree with anything. The food at Morimoto is what <laughs> got me. So Morimoto Asia, Holly. Two things: sake sangria, steam buns, <laughs> Morimoto. Well, there you go. Yeah, I said before we started, after seeing this uh, matchup, I would love to hear Holly and Rob just, like, talk about these two together, because I know they really like them, and this is a good matchup for them as a couple. It was a one. It was tough. Yeah, no, um, I think Morimoto, I'm going with Morimoto, I think um, it's a very... it's like a prestige restaurant in Disney, which you don't have a lot of. Like, even, like, something... I love La Salle, but I don't think it's a prestige restaurant. I think it's a theme park restaurant. I think Morimoto is on a different level of, of food, so... Matt? Um, I also went with Morimoto Asia. I actually originally had Skipper Canteen down. I had crossed that. I had S-K-I-P-P. <laughs> thought about it. Crossed no. it off. Put Morimoto Asia. Uh, I love both of these places, but the food at Morimoto is excellent, and it's just uh, I've, I've had a great experience there. I think of when I think Morimoto, churro, the churro fondue. Oh I think God. of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was in heaven. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. There's multiple episodes of this podcast um, where you can go and listen yes. to good reviews churro, of Morimoto. Churro, churro. Yeah. Go find the episodes. If you can tell us how many Morimoto is, you yes. win. Yes. So once again, we have. So far, one, two, and three seeds. All right, through, so, so this one might be different. So we got uh, the four, five, four versus five matchup. Be our guest at the Magic Kingdom versus Sci-Fi Drive-In Diner. Sci-Fi Dine in the. Yeah, I don't know the, the official. Oh, come yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sci-Fi Dine-In well, Theater. Well, yeah. we're, we're gonna call it Sci-Fi. Yeah, sci-fi. Sci-fi. I know it's Sci-Fi Dine-In. Sci-fi dine-in, yeah. But I don't know if there's any... Well, I'm picking sci-fi. Um, I've only eaten at Be Our Guest for lunch, so it might change had I have when I experienced dinner there. But I love sci-fi. The, the, again, the theming, the fried pickles are mm-hmm. out of this world. Um, I like how dark it is in there and just... it. The food... I've never had a bad meal there. So, sci-fi. Um, I actually went with Be Our Guest. Just because the theming is incredible, um, goes right with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the food is actually pretty good. We've had lunch there. I haven't had dinner, but you gotta try the gray stuff. It's, it's delicious. delicious. <laughs> so I went with be our guest. Um, this was a this was a good matchup, Rob. So good on you for these two. Um, I went with sci-fi though, um, only because of its complete consistency for me because I think their themings both of them are so excellent that they're on the same level of how great both of these places are themed but I've been really disappointed and I had my last time I had be our guest might be my last time it was it was really bad really wow yeah it was really disappointing um and we've been there for a lunch and dinner Catherine and Matt have um, and the dinner was nothing special. It was good, but it was not La Cellier good. Hmm. Um, I love sci-fi. It's like, I feel like it's my secret favorite restaurant. Like I go there <laughs> yeah. a lot and I am like, oh yeah, sci-fi is good, but I find my way there nearly every trip. So sci-fi. I also went with sci-fi. I mean, I agree with Catherine that, I mean, it's funny to say like the food isn't uh, anything to rave about it. Be our guest. I never found it to be anything special, and then be like, so I went with sci-fi, which is really just 
straight up burgers, fries, shakes, fried pickles, but they do it right. Mm -hmm. And I agree with Catherine on the consistency of it, and the theming is great at both. And the Be Our Guest dinner was okay. The food was okay. Yeah, it was cool to be able to go get our picture with the Beast, but again, you used to be able to do that at Epcot, and I... I, I had to go with sci-fi. I, I really like that place. I said be our guest. That was my pick, but I, I am sli slightly swayed by the arguments for sci-fi here that if I was doing it again... I'm I shocked. I'm it. actually... That's my most shocking one, is you <laughs> picking be our guest over sci-fi. I thought you really liked sci-fi. See, I'm underwhelmed by sci-fi. I, I get... I get Sensory bored. Overlay? I get bored there, to be honest. Like What, the menu's just, like, nothing special? Like well, the menu, the the... It's been the same projection for as Ever. many times it's as I've been there. Forever. Like, if they would continually mm. roll new sci-fi trailers or things like that, or even, like, when they did the Star Wars breakfast, like, that that Star Wars breakfast, if that's how it was all the time, this would be one of my favorite restaurants in all of Disney World. But it gets kind of, like, dry when it's just the regular. I was going to say, I think we uh, maybe, like, bait and switched you into sci-fi being like, this is the Star Wars breakfast, because that was probably the first <laughs> time you were ever there, right? Um, yeah, that would have been. It probably was, That would have yeah. been. And, and then you went back, and it was like, just all oh, yeah. down that hill from there. I and guess. I've been there several times since, but. Yeah. All right, so to wrap up restaurants, La Cellier versus Sci-Fi, Morimoto, Asia versus California Grill. Okay, so we're, this is gonna be a longer podcast, so strap in. We are down <laughs> to our sweet 16. We've eliminated half of our um, half of our entries. We're gonna take a quick break on our end, and we're going to have our picks to get down into our Elite Eight, and we will be right back. We'll do a speed round. Doo-doo. Okay, so we are back and we have done our voting and we are at our sweet 16 and we are going to go back to attractions where we have the first seed Space Mountain versus the fourth seed Haunted Mansion and we're going to kick it over to Holly with your choice. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, I went with Space Mountain. What? Wow. Why? Yeah. For the more the thrill factor. Okay. Interesting. I mean, okay. For for those who know us, Haunted Mansion is Holly's favorite ride. It's also mine. And I went with Haunted Mansion. <laughs> <laughs> I love Haunted Mansion. I can't get enough. It, of it. This it, this one was a very hard one. I mean mm -hmm. I, yeah. I also went with Haunted Mansion. Whoa. Oh, damn. And That's Matt's favorite and Space ride. Space Mountain is my favorite ride. <laughs> this is this was. So you guys just canceled each other out on your. I was ride. being objective because <laughs> I was looking at it towards fast passes. I would rather fast pass Space Mountain. I can always yeah. wait in the queue at Haunted Mansion. Yeah, but, that's not the... but I'm just looking at the ride. I think Haunted Mansion is the the story of, of Haunted Mansion. I love. I've I've talked about it before. I love Space Mountain, but Haunted Mansion is is something really special. You don't I, love the story of Space Mountain. Grim <laughs> grinning ghosts come out to socialize. I said Space Mountain. I said oh. Space Mountain. Oh, oh, no. No. Three two, Space Mountain wins. Uh, Holly, your vote. I know. Cost no. Haunted I Mansion. Can't, I can't I know. believe it. Okay, it's so a Space like a Mountain. <laughs> okay, so now we have the sixth seed Pirates of the Caribbean versus the second seed Toy Story Midway Mania. Catherine. Um, Toy Story Midway Mania. 
Uh, this is a really hard matchup for me too, but Toy Story is the ride I always try to get on more than once at Disney World. I think it's the best ride there. I'm also going to go with Toy Story Midway Mania. We spend endless amounts of time figuring out how to multiple <laughs> ride Toy Story. Toy yep. Story. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm going Pirates. Okay. Um, Yo-ho! Yeah, I... I've had too many bad experiences on Toy Story at this point, where the gun's not working. Um, that sounds else. like user error. No, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, so I just, I, I don't know, I get a little bored by it. Hmm. I know that's not a popular opinion. But, um, well, you're fired. I mean, Yeah, but uh, I'm going Pirates. Um, I went with Pirates as well. Okay. I think after if you ride Toy Story so many times, I think my arms would fall off, <laughs> personally. So With glee. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so we have Space Mountain and Toy Story, the one and two seeds advancing in the attractions uh, bracket. Um, on to lands. Um, best theme lands. We have up first um, the one seed Adventureland going up against the fifth seed Sunset Boulevard. And Catherine. Catherine. No, Matt. Yeah. Me, yeah. Oh. Okay, um, oh, I went with Adventureland. Uh, Adventureland is just very special to me. I, I know I really talked up Sunset Boulevard <laughs> last time, and I still stand by that, but Adventureland really is my favorite of the uh, lands in the Magic Kingdom. It's just, it's like I said, it's very special. I also said Adventure, Adventureland, this was a tough call for me. I just think it's more expansive than Sunset Boulevard. There's more there. There's more to, more to do. Adventureland. Adventureland. I feel really immersed in that land. Yep. Sunset Boulevard, guys. <laughs> See my speech from 25 minutes ago. <laughs> I love Sunset Boulevard. Okay. Your bracket's busted. <laughs> yeah, but Adventureland. Busted on dang, California girl. Adventureland advances. And now we have um, uh, the number three seed Mexico Pavilion in Epcot versus the number two seed Main Street Scott. I said Main Street for all of the reasons previously mentioned. Main Street as well, but it's interesting that we did we did we waited to do these picks because I think if prior to like what Matt said about Main Street, I may have picked Mexico. Like if I was doing this completely through, mm -hmm. but some of your arguments swayed me on some of these things. Mm -hmm. But uh, Main Street. Um, I went with Main Street, Walt Disney. That's all I have to say. Yeah, I'm going with Main Street. I don't know how how that can lose. Sorry, Adventureland. Next round. <laughs> Main Street USA, baby. It advances. So we have Adventureland and Main Street advancing into the Elite Eight. Moving on to resorts. A tough one. <laughs> a really, uh, this is a, a, a real nail-biter here. You've got the number one seed Polynesian Resort um, versus the Boardwalk number four seed. Rob, what did you go with? Scott? No, Scott went. I went. Oh, I, I okay. was Main Street. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, a Polynesian here. Uh, it was is probably the toughest of all of these matchups. These Sweet Sixteen, but Polynesian. Polynesian. Um, I went with the Boardwalk. That's where I own DVC, and that there is a reason behind that. I think it's I think it's the best Disney Resort. This was the absolute toughest pick in the whole tournament for me thus far, and I, same reason that I said before and what Catherine said, I went with Boardwalk. 
Down to you, Scott. I went with the boardwalk. Whoa! Whoa. The upset. I do love the boardwalk. Though. You're a traitor for Sa- uh, Trader Sam's. Tra- oh, you just traitor call me Trader Sam's. Sam's. Oh, oh. Sam's. Trader Scott. Trader Scott's here. All right, so the boardwalk advances. Um, so now we have Wilderness Lodge, three seed versus the second seed Grand Floridian, uh, Holly. I went with Wilderness. I went with the Grand Floridian, um, and the only reason I think is probably location. It's just that much closer to the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> uh, I feel like you're more in the loop, in the monorail loop with the Grand Floridian. Truth. I went with the Wilderness Lodge. Um, I really like the Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, your reasoning is so sound. Okay. I went Grand, uh, Grand Floridian. Ooh, Rob, you're the Rob's the tiebreaker. I wonder what he picked. Yeah, this one's easy. Wilderness Lodge. <laughs> okay. Both of the lower seed advances. So we've got Boardwalk, four seed, and Wilderness Lodge, three seed, beating out Polynesian and Grand Floridian. This is pretty crazy. All right, moving on to restaurants. We have the... This is... Uh, this is a pit bull fighting a <laughs> This is the number one seed, Le Cellier versus the Sci-Fi Dine-In Theater. We did not fact check over the break, which we should have found the full name. Number The fifth seed, um, who is up? Uh, Catherine. Catherine. Oh, my mouth's watering just talking about Le Cellier. Le Cellier for the win. Le Cellier. <laughs> and Le Cellier for me. Le Cellier. Le Cellier. Okay. Enough said. And now, um, last uh, matchup of our Sweet 16, we got the uh, third seed, Morimoto Asia, going against the second seed, California Grill. It is up to me, and I went with, based on food and food alone, the reason you go to restaurants are to eat, and the food at Morimoto Asia is dynamite. Morimoto Asia. I said Morimoto, even though I didn't pick them over the Skipper Canteen. Morimoto Asia. All right. Morimoto. And Morimoto. There you go. There you have it. Oh, this next round. Okay. So we are going to take another quick break while we um, do our Elite Eight and and get it down to the final four. Again, we're going to do another speed round here. So give us a couple minutes to tabulate our results, and we'll be right back. And we are back, voting stopped, pens down. We are going to do the Elite Eight now. So, we are going to go back to attractions, and if you remember, the two remaining, we have the number one seed, Space Mountain, versus number two seed, Toy Story, Midway Mania. And we're gonna kick it over to Scott. Scott, what did you choose? I chose Toy Story. Space Mountain. Space. Toy Story, I feel like I would be cheating on my spouse if I didn't choose Toy Story. Toy Story. Which is strange. Because <laughs> what did you choose? Oh, because oh. I chose Space Mountain. <laughs> no way. Oh my. I love Toy Story, and I here's the problem. These might be my number one and two favorite okay. rides to ride at Walt Disney World. But Space Mountain has my heart. I mean, Catherine, you have not your <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure I do. But Space Mountain for me. All right. Okay, it Space advances. Okay. Uh, lands. We have 
the number one seed Adventureland going against the number two seed Main Street USA, and that goes to Rob. Uh, Main Street USA. Main Street USA. Ma- Main Street. Main Street USA. And Main Street takes it. Okay. Got the Main Streets. All right. Resorts. We have the fourth seed Boardwalk against the third seed Wilderness Lodge. And it goes to Holly. Uh, boardwalk. Boardwalk. Rob, I'm sorry, but I have to okay. crush your dreams and <laughs> send the Boardwalk on to the final four. Well, if you hadn't crushed him, I would have Boardwalk. <laughs> And Rob jerks. <laughs> Wilderness. Well, sorry, buddy. It's okay. I'll okay. And for the last one, we have the number one La Cellier versus number three Morimoto Asia. Oh. This is a toughie. Really great food at both <laughs> locations. Catherine. La Cellier. I love that restaurant. I went with uh, the celery. Had to go with it. That would be La Cellier. <laughs> the Cellar. Yes. I know French. I also said La Cellier. Morimoto Asia. But this is like choosing your favorite child. Yeah. Like this, <laughs> you know, this is like... And uh, we did. It, like, you know you have one, but like it's hard to say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Morimoto Asia. I'm sorry. It's okay. But I went with La Cellier because I can make steam buns at home. <laughs> She's right. But I what? cannot make a steak like that. Mm, no. Or risotto. No. risotto. If you could, I would move in <laughs> to your home. All right. So there you have it, your final four. So just to recap, um, winning the attractions bracket, we have Space Mountain, the first seed. Winning the um, lands bracket, we have Main Street USA, the second seed. Winning the resorts bracket, we have a fourth seed, Boardwalk. And winning... Um, the food bracket restaurants we have Le Cellier. So now it's going to be a bit tough because we have to pit an attraction versus a land and a resort versus a food. So there might be a little more explanation this next round, but we're going to again take a quick break and we are going to be back with our final four. Excitement. Get pumped. (laughs) Be right back. All right, we are back, guys, and we have our final four. And to kick it off, we have number one seed attraction, Space Mountain, going up against number two seed land, Main Street USA. I am going to be kicking this off with my choice, and I am going to have to go with Main Street USA. Again, it's a little difficult when you are, in fact, comparing apples to oranges. But as I said earlier, Main Street USA, to me, is not just Walt Disney World, but encompasses the look and feel of what Disney as a company is all about. So I have to go with Main Street USA. Scott Trick. I said uh, Main Street USA as well. I just asked myself the simple question, where, which one would I rather be in right now? And Main Street USA is where I'd rather be. Uh, I went Space Mountain. Wow. Yeah, because I, I thought, I, I took a different approach. I think I said, for each trip, what could I live without? And so, like, I don't think there's been a trip that I haven't ridden Space Mountain multiple times. I could skip walking down the middle of Main Street. I know it sounds sacrilegious. I know. I <laughs> no, get I, it. I'm but, wondering how you get to Space Mountain without walking no, right. down Main Street. No, you could go around the back. Um, so, that's why I went Space Mountain. 
All right, I went Main Street USA. Um, it's the heart of Magic Kingdom, I think. Like good description. Yeah. So I went with Main Street USA. I also went with Main Street USA only because I think it's most accessible. I think no matter your age, your ability, your uh, language, you can feel the same thing by walking down Main Street. All right, so Main Street has it, advances to the the, the final two. The championship. What you, the championship. I'm like, what do you call it? <laughs> the, the, the terrible two. The final two. The, the championship. <laughs> okay, so we have now um, resort versus restaurant. We have my favorite resort, Boardwalk, the four seed versus... Your favorite restaurant? I think my favorite restaurant, Le Cellier, the one seed... And it's on me. It is on you. Mm -hmm. I went with Le Cellier. And this was a weird choice for me. Again, the apples to oranges thing. But I was just thinking of like, I've never, ever had a bad experience in Le Cellier. I've had food poisoning in Boardwalk. And there are some, <laughs> I remember that. There are some things at the Boardwalk that... I think need to be updated. Like the clown slide. The clown slide. And the, the creepy kid chairs. <laughs> again, the Le Cellier has a lot less space to work with. Like like Rob said, it's very intimate. So obviously, you're going to be able to find more faults with Boardwalk because they just have so much more going on. However, with that being said, I just think Le Cellier is just a perfect restaurant. And so I went with Le Cellier. I would actually consider flying to Florida, eating at Le Cellier, and then flying home. So, Le Cellier is my pick. Wow. I went boardwalk. I feel like I am the, the, like, odd, man the, the odd man in all these. Um, I, I didn't really have... This was difficult. I, to pick these, I, I just... It, I would... Again, I go back to... There's been trips I haven't eaten at Le Cellier. There hasn't been trips that I didn't go to the boardwalk and do something. Hmm. There you so, go. Boardwalk. That's a good point. Um, I went with the boardwalk. I kind of looked at it as it's close to La Cellier. <laughs> I can walk there. Um, so I just looked at it as location. Um, so I went with boardwalk. All right. So I'm the tiebreaker, oh, guys. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Choose wisely. I think you picked La Cellier. I That'd think you picked boardwalk. I have no I think, idea. I think Matt just saw it, so I don't know why he's acting like he didn't just look at my paper. I didn't. Couldn't read it though. Oh, okay. I went with the boardwalk. Ah. The boardwalk wins <laughs> yes. for me um, because, again, I feel like it's very distinctively Disney without having to go into a park. Which I don't know why I think that's like so great because I like going in the parks, but <laughs> I think you could be at the boardwalk and know you are in Disney World and still get that really immersive feeling. Where Le Cellier, I think, could be a restaurant really anywhere. Like, I mean, like if there was a restaurant like that in my hometown, like it would be good and I would go there a lot, but I feel like the boardwalk's very Disney. Oh man, we good should point. open a Le Cellier in York. <laughs> Franchise. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. If you're if you're keeping tabs, guys, there are two left. The championship, head to head, we have Boardwalk, the resort, the destination, the place with food, the place with stuff to do, versus Main Street USA. We're going to take a quick break. We don't need. Why do we need to take a quick break? It's two. We are not going to take a quick break. I already know who I'm voting for. Okay. 
Scotch. Oh, it's me. Yes. Yeah. Um, for the record, I would have picked LaCellier here, and I am going to pick Boardwalk as my oh, wow. overall winner. Why? Why? Um, I, I, I kind of agree with the sentiments that we had about Boardwalk having more to do. Um, if I compare it, because it is, it's, it is almost a land in its own right. That it's got the Abracadab bar, and it's got, um, what else am I trying to think of here? Well, in any case. Sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I consider Boardwalk that whole area, including beach and yacht. I mean, I think it's accessible to those areas, and so it has those restaurants that that has as well. Mm -hmm. um, but that's why I would go with Boardwalk. Main Street, USA. Um, it's so difficult, but when you when it, you break it down, it's Walt Disney. He, what's the word? Uh, design. Imagine, yes, yeah, yeah. Design. Like, yes, all that with Disneyland, and then brought it over to Walt Disney World. Um, mm -hmm. it, it there is that magical, uh, you know, feeling you get walking down it. So. Again, I have goosebumps so, just like yeah, talking about it. Yeah, it's so <laughs> difficult, but Main Street USA. Um, I went with Main Street USA, and like my earlier comment, it is the heart of the Magic Kingdom. I mean, if you did not have, if Walt did not create, you know, the Main, Main Street USA, you wouldn't have half the stuff that we have. That's a great point. So That's a good point. This is, yeah, Main Street USA, hands down. I think if you were only given. Uh, a day to spend in Disney World, you'd probably experience Main Street. And if you were from, you know, anywhere in the world, that's probably what you would know of Disney. And I think it's a great representation of Disney. So Main Street USA has it for me. Um, I'm going to do a hypothetical question here. Like, close your eyes and then you're in Disney. Oh no, I'm in Mexico. Right. So close, close your <laughs> eyes. I made a huge mistake. Close your eyes, and then you're in Disney. And I'm not going to say what did whether it's Walt Disney World, Disneyland. You're in Disney. And then open your eyes, and where are you? Like, where are you standing? And for me, I am standing right, right before I'm walking down the road, leading towards the partner statue, leading towards the castle. I have a perfect congruent view of my surroundings, and I am in Main Street, USA. That is Disney. Oh, dang. I'm at the Coke Bar. <laughs> I'm on the other side of the country. Any, and I'm just without, actually... Without Main Street, USA, there's no magic. I mean, that's the way I view it. It's the hub. It's the yeah, heart, it's, like you said, which is yeah. so adequately put. Does anyone else, like, when you, when you, Scott, you're looking at me like you're at a different location. Oh, I'm in a far different Do, 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 Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. You're in a Yeah, I'm on Main Street. I'm not. I'm in Disneyland. I'm standing on the California. Definitely in California. All right. Well, so Main Street has our hearts and... And our votes. And our votes. So Main, Main Street, Street USA, USA is, is the, the winner, winner of it all. So to summarize here, it looks like if you were making your perfect day, you'd stay at Boardwalk, mm -hmm. walk down Main Street to get to Space Mountain, and then eat dinner at La Cellier. It's a pretty good perfect pretty day. Nice. Wow. <laughs> perfect yeah. trip. Perfect trip. Perfect trip. That sounds awesome. I think that we're going to need to um, make up some of these brackets like just actually type out the bracket and then we could put it on our facebook for people to actually make their own because i'm curious as to 
I'm sure that if we all individually did this bracket, it would have been a lot different. Like sure. Scott said, if he was just filling out this bracket without a voting um, thing, Aspect, it was just yeah. you, then Le Cellier might have taken the whole thing. True. So I'm interested to see what you guys, uh, all our listeners, uh, I'd love for you guys to participate. I want to see all these brackets. So we're going to post these on the Facebook, and I would love for you guys to fill them out and then post the pictures of your finished brackets so we can, we can see them and we can talk about them. So, yeah. So, again, this is a longer podcast. We're going to do a very quick last call. Does anyone have any last call additions? Uh, Rob and Holly will be at Walt Disney World next weekend. Uh, 31st through the 2nd. Um, so, we'll be tweeting. So, follow us on Twitter. And Cut. Facebook. Yeah, uh, mostly Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flower and Garden. We have some other things planned. So, follow along. Nice. All right. Yeah, that's anyone fun. else? I don't have anything. Right, this was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed this. Thanks, Good. Rob, for uh, no putting this all together. And like I said, we'll um, do our best to get this up on the Facebook around the time that the so we're, we're going to put the, we're going to put our how we designed it, and the people will just pick. Is that what yeah. you're saying? Well, we'll put we'll put ours how it ended up. Like we'll put the actual master list of how we ended up voting the WDW happy hour picks and then we'll put an empty bracket okay. for the listener to fill out and then post the picture of how their bracket would look. Oh, got ya. So there you go. Alright. Very All right. magical. Yeah, very magical. <laughs> well, thank you guys for listening. This was fun. As always, we are WDW happy hour <laughs> signing off and cheers. 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 <laughs>